You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to the 10-Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. On the 10-Minute MBA, I'm going to walk you through tools, strategies, insights, techniques that you can use to start, scale, grow, 10x your business. Today, I'm going to be teaching you how to craft the perfect subject line that gets your emails read, that gets your emails opened, and then gets your emails read. So first, let's understand the ultimate goal of every single email you send out, be it to get a sale, to get a call, to get an interview, to get a job opportunity. There's a large variety of reasons why we send emails out. And I think everybody listening can say that it's probably one of the most effective forms of communication. But if you're trying to get somebody to respond to you and to look at what you're actually trying to communicate to them, if you don't already know them, you know that it's difficult. You know that they're already inundated with tons of emails every single day. And even if they do want to see what you have to say, there's a good chance that they may just miss it just because there's so much coming in. So today we're going to talk about crafting the perfect subject line in your email to get it read because to get it read has to get opened. And what is the thing that gets an email opened? It's a subject line. The subject line of your email is like the headline in a newspaper. It's what gets people's attention. It, it creates curiosity. It compels them to read the rest of the email. A great subject line can result in an extremely high open percentage on your emails, while a mediocre subject line is going to get lost. Most emails have mediocre subject lines or cheesy subject lines or cringy subject lines. It's going to produce mediocre or sub-mediocre subpar results. You're not going to get your message across and you're going to have to do a lot more activity to get the same result as you could potentially get if you just have a great subject line. And let's be honest, we all get dozens and dozens and sometimes hundreds of emails every single day. If you want others to actually read your email, you have to get their attention right away. There's actually a great quote by Megan Mars, and it's something along the lines of this. Your subject line is your first and maybe your last impression on users. So in many ways, the subject line is more important than the email body. After all, a great newsletter is worthless if it never sees the light of day. Not just a great newsletter, a great sales email, a great outreach, a great business development email. You get the point. If nobody reads your content, your content is useless. It doesn't matter how well it's written or how compelling the call to action is or how great the offer is or how wonderful your product is. If nobody knows about it, well, then it's worthless. So instead of just 
skipping over putting any thought into your subject line. If you actually want people to read your emails, which is the whole point, it's really important to spend a little bit of time crafting email subject lines that actually get read, grab attention, and get open. So what makes a great subject line? Here are eight tips that I found really grab the attention of your readers. So the first format for an email subject line would be the question. Questions make for outstanding subject lines because they force the reader to stop and think for a moment. They make the reader ponder how they're going to answer the question. They create a sense of curiosity. They make the reader want to know how you will answer the question as well. For example, think about these subject lines. Can you relate to this? Do you feel like this too? What do you think about this idea? Do you feel exhausted without your coffee? Do you make the same mistake as I do? All of these subject lines create what's called a quote-unquote pattern interrupt for the reader. In other words, they interrupt the reader as they mindlessly scroll through their inbox and they force them to stop and to pay attention to your email. They also push the reader to click on the email because they want to know how the question gets answered. A second subject line you can try is the how-to. People love to learn new things that are especially relevant to their lives and their pain points. This is why do-it-yourself videos are so popular on YouTube. People have questions and they want answers. Using a how-to subject line piques people's interest, especially if it's really relevant to them. For example, how to quickly get a thousand email subscribers, how to get that stain out of your shirt, how to make 10 sa uh, sales every single day, how to win friends and influence people. Again, these are subject lines that interrupt the reader as they browse through their inbox because they cause the reader to think, is this something I want or need to learn? If it is, they'll click the email. It's important to know that in order for the how-to email to actually work, you must actually know your audience. In other words, you can't BS this. You have to know what they want to know how to do. So focus on understanding your reader, understanding your audience. Get inside the mind of your audience because if you don't, it doesn't matter how great your subject line is, you're never going to be relevant. And there's a good chance your subject line is going to miss the mark anyways. So always, always, always adopt a customer-centric, audience-centric view whenever you're creating content, whenever you're putting out content. This definitely includes subject lines and email copy. Third example of a great subject line theme would be scarcity. Scarcity always works when you're marketing because people are always afraid of missing out on something good. There's actually a term for this, and I speak about it often in a marketing context, but it works in an email context as well. It's FOMO or fear of missing out. And you can capitalize on this fear in your subject lines. If you can create a sense of scarcity within your subject line, there's a greater chance that people will click on your email. So what does a scarcity email subject line actually look like? Well, it could be a couple of these examples. Only two days left. Almost out of stock. Get yours now. Only three hours left to register. This will be gone soon. You're almost out of time. Only four spots left for a consultation. Any of these options make the reader feel like if they don't take action, they're seriously going to miss out on something. The more you can make the reader feel like things are urgent, the more likely it is that they'll open your email because they don't want to miss out. They have that FOMO. The fourth tool that you can use in your subject line would be an announcement. So an announcement is something that triggers something in us. We want to be in the know, up to date, always on top of things. We Nobody wants to miss out on important information. So when you use words like new or introducing or just added, you make people feel like there is an important breaking piece of information that they need to know. For example, something like an important update to our app. 
or new colon a faster way to get paid or introducing the best way to create beautiful photos or an invitation just for you you want to make people feel like they must open the email if they're going to stay up to date on information think about your own life you don't want to miss out on critical information in fact there's even a fear of missing out on critical information that is inherently ingrained in every single person you want to create that same sense of anticipation and even a little bit of apprehension and fear in your readers when they see your subject line so they want to dive deeper the fifth option would be a numbered list Uh, these are great it's no secret that people absolutely love lists you see silly little lists online that draw like millions and millions and millions of readers it's why magazines constantly use headlines like 10 ways to get in shape fast we like it things are quickly broken down for us brief overview we know exactly what the main points of that article are it just easily outlines the information for us we can get a sense of the entire article or whatnot in a very simple way. Our brains process it much easier. I'm sure there's some psychology behind this. But regardless, it's been proven time and time again that lists work at delivering information effectively. Now, we can take advantage of this by using the list format in subject lines. So what would this actually look like? So for example, four best email marketing tools you need to be using, Uh, seven ways to beat anxiety, 15 ways to quickly build your email list, nine methods for getting in shape, six steps for overcoming anxiety, whatever it is, you get the point. List subject lines tap into our desire to gain information easily. We know that because things are presented in the list format, we'll be able to get the information that we wouldn't without jumping into that email and learning more. And we know that the information is clearly presented so that it's not going to take a lot of investigation or comprehension to really get through these tips easily, quickly, succinctly. So again, piques our curiosity because it invites us to learn more and it doesn't stress us out too much that having to learn is going to be tiring or cumbersome. Uh, Sixth way would be the curiosity gap. So this is something that websites like BuzzFeed use to create curiosity with their headlines. So they'll write something, they'll write something strange in their headlines, and then they'll answer it in the body of the article. So for example, they may say something like, you never knew this about Santa Claus. Of course, this makes you want to know what the hell it was that you never knew about Santa Claus. And you have to read the article to find the answer. Again, use the same tactic with your subject lines of your email. For example, you can say something like, well, I certainly wasn't expecting this. Or most people get this completely wrong. Or I don't understand why this keeps happening. The subject line should create a question in the reader's mind. What is the thing that you don't understand that keeps happening? What do most people get completely wrong? In the email, actually answer the question. And by the way, it's really important that you actually answer the question. Otherwise, you're going to just tick your readers off. So prompt that curiosity, create that curiosity gap, answer the question in the email and tailor it to your product or service or industry. It's These are just generic examples for everything I just mentioned, but tailor it so that it's prompting curiosity with a topic that your audience member, your the profile and the persona of the person reading the newsletter would actually care about. Seventh way would be surprise. So it's been shown with studies that when people are surprised in a good way, it actually lights up pleasure centers in the brain. We like to be surprised. And if you can surprise your readers with a subject line, there's a much better chance they'll open your email. So how can you surprise your readers? Make them laugh. Force them to think about something unexpected. Cite a surprising statistic. Your goal is to force them to stop scrolling through their inbox and pay attention to what you're saying. So a surprise subject line could look something like uh, what Elvis Presley could teach you about email marketing 
or uh, warning, this email will self-destruct in five minutes or unexpected lessons learned from about with the flu. Basically, people are going to be a little bit surprised by your subject line. And hopefully, if it's tailored and targeted properly and contextual and positioned in a way that it's relevant or it's comical for the person that could be reading it, if it surprises people in a good way, uh, that's going to be a net positive experience for the people that are reading the subject line. And there's a higher chance that they're going to go in and read the rest of it. But remember, it is very, very important. And I just want to reinforce this. It's very important that the body of your email actually matches up with the subject line. You do not want your readers to feel like you tricked them ever. And the last way that you can really nail a subject line is to personalize it. Everybody loves to hear their own names. In fact, if you've ever read How to Win Friends and Influence People by uh, Dale Carnegie, he says that there is nothing sweeter to a person than hearing their own name. And you'll always hear in conversations or with uh, more advanced interviewers, they'll say the name of the person they're speaking to. I guess it's a psychological tool to connect with the person. I know that it definitely works in email subject lines. I'm sure there's some psychological component to it that really works in conversation or sales, but use this to your advantage in email subject line. So I actually have seen studies that show that using a person's name in an email subject line can increase an open rate by up to 15% more than a non-personalized subject line. I've actually used something as simple as, hey, insert first name, like, hey, John Doe. Or, you know, hey, Jane Doe, as a subject line, and that even gets sometimes like a 40 to 50% open rate. Now, it may not get a great click-through rate or a great response rate because it's not really letting the person know what they're going to be getting into, and they may feel a little bit, you know, hoodwinked or tricked when they actually read the content if you're trying to sell them on something. But point is, personalization works. So other examples of personalization that could really work would be, you know, John, most people get this question wrong. Or... I don't understand why this keeps happening, Sue. Or have you ever heard this happen to you, Melissa? Like you get it. You're asking a question or you're prompting something that triggers curiosity, but then you're adding personalization to it. And there's actually several tools that will allow you to bulk add personalization. So you can ins first name tag with many popular outbound mail tools or or marketing tools so that when you send out a list of emails, you can put a first name tag so that every single email that gets sent out, the subject line and potentially the copy within the actual email will be personalized. And it really is hard for somebody to ignore something with their name on it. Now, I think you still have to make sure that the subject line is good and quality and the emails has quality content in it because I think people know that they can be part of a tool or an outbound campaign that contains people's first names. Not everybody knows this, but it's not so new anymore. So if you are going to use a first name, make sure that it's still relevant and contextual to the person you're sending it to. But when you do use a person's name in the subject line and the rest of the email, there will be some that you will compel them to an extent to open the email and to read it. So those are eight ways to properly format your subject line. Just a couple more points on email if you want to get emails opened. These are not subject line items, but they're just other best practices. Always use your name in the from section. So when setting up the from section of your email, be sure to use your name, not just the name of a company. You don't want the 
email to look like it's just coming from a company. You want it to look like it's coming from a person who actually cares or knows the recipient. And if you feel like you really need to include your company name in the from section, do it with a combination of your name plus company. So it could be, for example, from section could look like John at company X. Using your name also adds authenticity to the email. It shows that it's a real person who's sending this email. And also, it's that's that's really the well that's sort of the key to sales right it's it's authenticity it's building trust it's human to human connection not just the key to sales key to marketing as well so from your name a b test your subject line so a b testing simply means you're testing one subject line against another to see which one gets the best results when you send out emails and you send out email campaigns you should always a b test email subjects against one another most email clients email tools marketing tools make it extremely simple to A-B test subject lines. Typically, you just need to enter in two subject lines and the email uh, client will send out email one to a portion of your subscribers and email two to a portion of your subscribers. And you just pick a winner. You see which one has the higher open rates. And once a winner has been decided, then send that subject line to all your subscribers and then test it against a new one and so on and so forth. And always be A-B testing. Always pick the winner and then keep testing against a new subject line again and again and again to constantly try and optimize your results. And then lastly, pay attention to your preview text. This, I'm just considering it with a subject line because it's sort of all in the same vein. So in addition to your subject line, uh, the preview text usually shows up next to the subject line in an email. So it's the first few words of your email. And if you don't manually enter preview text, it will simply show the first line of the email. So your preview text should be created using one of the tactics that I just spoke about so that it should give the person who's reading the email an additional reason to open your email. For example, if you ask a question in the subject line, you could ask a follow-up question in the preview text. Or if you create a curiosity gap in the subject line, you could write, you won't believe the answer in the preview text. Something that adds on to that subject line. Anyways, this is an introduction to subject line. I hope it provided some value. Whatever business questions you have, don't worry about it. I got you. This has been another 10-minute MBA. That's it for tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.